Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Friday, March 26, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the 11.1 million refinance candidates still out there, my interview with Rich Gagliano on the increasing profitability of mortgage originations, and the latest Freddie Mac primary mortgage market survey. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Black Knight. Black Knight is a premier provider of innovative, high-performance technology, data and analytics for first mortgages and home equity products. From point of sale through post-closing, the company's trusted loan origination system, Empower, as well as its integrated end-to-end origination solutions deliver unmatched capabilities, functionality, and support to increase processing efficiencies and lower operational costs for lenders, as well as improve the home buying experience for borrowers. Black Knight leads the mortgage technology space, helping clients of all sizes conquer business challenges and provide borrowers with the advanced digital capabilities they increasingly expect. My dad has been doing three-minute abs of steel workouts, so he feels like it's time for a rant, as he's ready to take on all comers. Wealth tax, he says? How does the federal government do that? Is he going to ask to see his baseball card collection? Make him pay for an appraisal of his collection of sad-eyed Italian children paintings? On velvet, no less? We all know that someone, sometime, has to pay for the stimulus packages sent out, much of which hasn't even been spent yet. And Fannie and Freddie worsening loan-level pricing adjustments won't cover it. Heck, we're still waiting for the adverse market they told us about a while back. For the latest employment offerings, lender products and services, vendor updates, and Fannie and Freddie news, visit robchrisman.com. Rich Gagliano is president of Origination Technologies for Black Knight. As the division's leader, Rich is primarily responsible for the direction of Black Knight's loan origination systems, along with a suite of high-performance solutions designed to drive operational efficiencies, lower costs, improve the borrower experience, and deliver connectivity and online collaboration for all participants in the mortgage origination process. Hey, Rich. Hey, Robbie. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Generally speaking, the the topic of today's podcast is increasing profitability and mortgage originations. One of those ways to increase profitability for lenders is to lower the cost per loan. Could you go through some ways you're seeing lenders do this or go about this? Yeah, great question. You know, one of the areas that we're seeing with our client base with Empower is really leveraging uh, the the automation task-based workflow. You know, we we uh, strongly believe that you need to be automating tasks that Uh, typically users are doing today manually and really having the users review exceptions. So, you know, strong belief in exception-based processing. So things like, you know, ordering of, you know, products and services through third parties um, or even internally should never really be done uh, by a user. Those should all happen unattended through automation. And when the results come back, if it's a an unhappy path or a fail or uh, something like that, then you, you take that and as much as you can automate around that, you do. And then, you know, then you bring the, you know, the processor, the underwriter, that user into, you know, to kind of triage and, and take the next steps. But anywhere where you're happy path, use the automation and, and, and let the system really uh, process those loans. We think that's key. And, uh, and we're seeing a lot of adoption. You know, we've been at it for a number of years and we've seen really good uh, results and great feedback from our clients on really driving that out. And in addition to lenders lowering origination costs with the right technology, how can it also create new opportunities for them? Well, I think the, you know, by, by driving that cost out, what you're doing is you're, you're creating capacity. 
And, you know, and I think that's, you know, obviously the, it, you know, from a PL perspective, you know, you, you drag down costs, you, you're, what you're doing is essentially making folks um, more productive. And then you're able to increase um, what their workloads are and, you know, growing your business without, you know, necessarily having to grow, you know, headcount. And I think that's the big piece. What we're seeing today in today's market has been, you know, this strong need for underwriters, you know, that nobody can find underwriters and there's a lot of, you know, sniping and bounties to get underwriters. And, you know, the reality of it is underwriters are uh, terribly inefficient today. Um, with, you know, underwrites on average, you know, less than two a day. So the reality is that focus needs to be placed against how do we make them more efficient so that we can add capacity, you know, to the platform. And, um, and we're doing a lot of work around that. We have a product that's rolling out this month called Underwriter Assist, which, you know, fully focused on making that uh, underwriter uh, more effective. It's, it's not an attempt to eliminate underwriters. It's an uh, absolute attempt to bring all the information to the underwriter so they're not looking for things um, and then running the rules, running the calculations and presenting the information and the results and firing the conditions um, so that they can then make the decision that, yes, I agree uh, and move it along or I don't agree. You know, I need to look at this thing and, you know, get them from two to, you know, to 15 is, you know, the target. And, you know, do the math on that and how much productivity you just added by focusing on these, you know, key areas and underwriting being, you know, really the next big area of focus for us. When it comes to a lender's tech stack, there's a lot of different options out there. Can you talk about how, how Black Knight offering an all-in-one solution helps lenders achieve their financial goals? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we're, we are omni-channel. We support really all the, the mortgage channels. So, you know, we handle all the various retail, wholesale, correspondent. Uh, we do home equity and we actually do uh, assumptions, um, which uh, I don't believe anybody in the market does today. Again, exception based on that. Having a platform um, that supports all the channels gives you a lot of flexibility. One, you're only managing uh, to one platform uh, and working with one vendor as potentially multiple vendors. Again, you know, from our perspective, it's about automation and being having uh, a similar type of automation with different workflows, depending on what channel and business it is, is important. And, you know, and then the transferability of the resources we think is key. So, you know, in today's world, home equity is, is pretty quiet. There's not a lot of activity where first mortgage retail um, is, has been exploded. And what you're seeing uh, is, you know, big lenders out there that have made it public, Chase's and, you know, Wells and City and all these big lenders have halted their um, home equity for the time being. They have to move those and they're moving those resources into the retail and they're moving them from one platform to another. Well, then there's, you know, there's learning curve, there's training and all those things. We believe that having a mortgage platform that can use all the same system, you're cutting down dramatically on the amount of, you know, system learning that you need to do. Workflows are different, all those kinds of things. There's, there's still work to do to, to, you know, transfer people to a different channel if they're not uh, experienced. But you get a lot of lift uh, from, you know, understanding the technology, how it works, how to go find things, how to, you know, all the different things that, you know, those users are doing in the system essentially comes with them as they move from one channel to the other. So that transferability and fungibility, we believe is pretty critical. And we're seeing an example of it right now. So it really sounds like it used to be more of a philosophical discussion, but that's not 
really the case anymore. You agree? Yeah. You know, having multi-system used to be uh, kind of the desire. um, And, you know, and we felt that, you know, with a good system that has the automation, having one platform is, 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 is highly important as opposed to, you know, having, you know, all these different platforms, a platform that does home equity um, and a platform does this and, you know, and a platform that does that, you know, think about all the regulatory changes that have come in over the past few years. And when you, and when you, when you have these changes, regardless if it's more uh, directed towards first mortgage or home equity or, or whatever, all that work gets done, you know, within our platform, we're responsible for, you know, all the regulatory uh, requirements and, and hitting those, those timelines. And as a, as a lender, you don't have to really worry about those. You know that, that they're going to get taken care of uh, and they'll be in the one platform. And when they're multi-channel impacts like, you know, TRID and some of these other things, you only have to worry about one update as opposed to getting three updates from three different providers and then, you know, all your testing plans that go along with that. And we've seen massive leaps in operational efficiencies over the last several years. And, and now we're at the point of an all-in-one platform. How, how do you kind of subjectively see the mortgage industry evolving over the next decade? Really, the digital migration, you know, we're still getting, still got a long way to go, in my opinion. And, I, and I, when I say that, digitization of the origination process, um, and, uh, and that's the, the collecting of key uh, data documents uh, from the borrower. Um, bank statements, pay stubs, all that. We'll see that move more electronic versus, you know, uh, getting PDFs and, and, uh, and scanned images. And, I, and on the closing side, uh, we really saw that pick up with COVID uh, where title companies were closed. The only way to get things closed was, you know, remote using uh, e-closing um, and all those kinds of things. And that's where the, the industry is going. We, we really saw it, you know, leap forward um, but you know, we need to do a lot more there in terms of adoption, um, and acceptance and those kinds of things. Yeah, it is obvious the industry continues to change and lenders obviously need a system that will help them stay competitive. And it sounds like that all in one solution is, is going to meet these lender needs without have, without obviously the complications of multiple vendors. The lenders need a solution that can be configured to meet their specific needs and is scalable to grow with them. Rich, thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to, to come on and speak with me. Robbie, thank you. Appreciate it. Let's quickly address yesterday's Q4 GDP figures. We are almost at the end of the first quarter, so a backwards-looking report, well better than expected, doesn't tell us much about the current state of the economy. What did provide a little more insight was the latest jobless claims report, which showed a larger-than-expected drop in new claims to register a post-pandemic low. While it is certainly evidence that the labor market is on the mend, the 684,000 new claims on the week are still drastically above any sort of historical norm. Markets also reacted to another weak auction of seven-year notes which makes two months in a row of poor seven-year auctions. By the end of the day yesterday, treasuries were a couple basis points one side or another from their opening levels, and the MBS basis was mixed as well. Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey showed the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose nine basis points to an average of 3.17% for the week ending March 25th. For those feeling like they have missed the boat on refinancing, a year ago, that 30-year rate averaged 3.5%. The latest report pushed the number of high-quality refinance candidates down to approximately 11.1 million, the smallest the population has been in exactly one year. Even so, these potential refinance candidates still represent an aggregate potential monthly savings of more than $3 billion, which could push another burst of stimulus into the economy. For more good news, 
Black Knight reported that active forbearance plans fell again this week, dropping by another 19,000, which puts the number of active plans down by 135,000 over the last month. That 5% monthly decline represents the strongest rate of improvement since late November 2020 and is a direct result of servicers working through the 1.2 million plans that entered this month with scheduled March month-end expirations for extension and or removal. As of March 23rd, 2.57 million homeowners still remain in forbearance. After a busy week, today's economic calendar is mostly done and dusted. We've already seen the February advanced goods trade deficit in at $86.7 billion, February advanced retail and wholesale inventories flat and in at up half a percent respectively, February personal income and spending, down negative 7.1% and negative 1.0% respectively, and PCE prices, up 0.2%. Later this morning brings the final March Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey. After releasing a new MBS purchase schedule yesterday, that schedule begins today with $5.3 billion in 30-year 2% and 2.5% coupons across Gini 2s and UMBS 30s. We start the last day of the work week with agency MBS prices down worse in eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.67 after closing yesterday unchanged at 1.61%. Much of that movement is on mounting concern over the impact of the Suez Canal blockage on shipping prices. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. They're saying we can have gatherings of eight people without issues. I don't even know eight people without issues. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Black Knight. As the mortgage industry continues to evolve and embrace digital capabilities to improve and enhance the origination process, you can count on the innovative and integrated solutions from Black Knight to keep your lending team ahead of the curve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.